You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 118. So how do high achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, how are you doing today? Okay. So I want to talk about 2020 because we have some really interesting things that have happened this year. Um, And I got to say, it's not 2020's fault. And I was compelled to share this today because... Everywhere I turn, I hear people bad-mouthing 2020, like it's 2020's fault that there's a pandemic, or here in Northern California, there's a heat wave, and there was a freak thunder and lightning storm the other night that caused some huge fires across our state, um, and that maybe it's 2020's fault that there are protests over racial injustice and so much more, right? I mean, Oprah started 2020 Vision Tour to celebrate this year, and then just everything just went downhill. Well, I got to tell you, it's not 2020's fault. I was joking with someone the other day that, it, it, you know, it's like turning to your friend and blaming them for everything bad that's happened to you in the last year. It's so not fair. So I want to give 2020 a reboot. Really, what I want to do in this podcast is give you a reboot because no matter what you are experiencing, you're experiencing something that is maybe nothing like you've experienced before and it may have thrown your whole life for a loop. And me, I'm this super organized person who uh, loves to make plans and loves to follow through on those plans. And I have had to reboot everything that I had already put into place to follow through on my plans, had to really rethink how I wanted to create my time. You know, it's boxed in this year called 2020, but it's just time. It's just exists, right? And it has helped me, you know, rethink what I wanted and rethink it in a better way in some instances. So, I want you to look at this podcast as an opportunity to do some amazing, deep personal growth with whatever time is left in this year, right, for you when you're listening to this podcast. Right now, if you're listening to it in August, you've got about four months left of this year to make it what you need. Or, I mean, you also have the choice of just writing it off as the year you just want to drink your way through. I know there are people who are doing that. Um... But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably choosing the former. Even if you haven't, it's not too late to choose to make the most of the time that you have, no matter whether or not it's in 2020 or not. This reboot is going to help you direct your mind where you want it to go. It's about goal setting, okay? That's all goal setting is. It's telling your brain where you want it to focus, Instead of allowing your brain to revel in consuming social media and the news, you can make something meaningful for yourself. And not only yourself, but the 
things that you do for yourself have an impact on those around you. So whatever you choose to do to grow, to create for yourself, it will impact the lives of those around you. In this podcast, we are going to refresh our goals for the year. You may have given up on whatever you'd planned earlier in 2020, and that is okay. We are starting fresh here. Everything that happened before doesn't matter. We have time to make the most of this year, and I'm going to steer you in the right direction. I'm going to tell you exactly the questions to ask yourself and the shifts you'll need to make for a reboot in any area of your life. We're going to make a game plan in the second half to take action, even when you don't feel like doing what you've planned. Now, before we dive in, I want to invite you to my free masterclass, How to Stop Procrastinating and Finally Get Unstuck. If you're feeling like you just can't get anything done, like you're unfocused, like there is just something preventing you from moving forward on what you want, and this is going to go hand in hand with this podcast, What I do in the masterclass is I walk you through a tool I use with my coaching clients that you can use to create the changes you want. You can watch it at dinacataldo.com forward slash masterclass. And you can actually go watch that right after this podcast. That way you can get some more mindset work in to work on your reboot because rebooting our brains requires scrubbing our brains with soap and water. Our brains are so filled with gunk, especially right now, but we don't even see it until we have someone pointing it out to us. And I'm gonna help you clear some of your brain out in this masterclass so you can access it, dinacataldo.com forward slash masterclass. Okay, speaking of soap, I have to tell you this little story. I promise it has something to do with what we're gonna be talking about today. So the other day, my laundry machine just stopped working. It was just out of nowhere, no explanation, no buzzer. It just stopped. I unplugged it. I checked the outlet to make sure there was nothing wrong with that because the dryer was working just fine. It was just the washer. I plugged it into the other outlets in my garage. Well, those outlets were all fine, but the machine was kaput. So I called the LG people to schedule a repair person because clearly there was something wrong with the machine that I could not see. The man on the other line said, unplug it, check the outlet and replug it in. I'm like, oh, great, right? I did all those things again, just, you know, to appease him. And I just quietly rolled my eyes. I don't know if there's a loud way to roll your eyes, but I did it quietly. And I was like, yeah, okay, I did that. Then he said, unplug it, then hold the power button down for five seconds. Again, I rolled my eyes. It was like I thought he was asking me to perform an act of voodoo to resuscitate my laundry machine. I was like, are you going to ask me to hop on one foot next and turn around in a circle? I thought he was crazy, right? And then he said, plug it back in and hit the start button. I did like he told me, and my machine worked again. The man on the other line must have thought that I was just like crazy because I was hooting and hollering, basically. I was so happy. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. And uh, he was just kind of vaguely amused that I was so excited because I had already imagined the loads of laundry that were going to be piling up until the day when some guy came into my house and was like, okay, well, I got to fix this thing. And all I had to do was this magic reboot. It totally made my day. And that's what I want to do 
for you with this podcast for your 2020. That's what I want you to remember. I want you to remember this story when things that I say to you here sound like magic to you or crazy voodoo. I want you to remember that the simplest of things seems the most unlikely to work until we do them and they work. With that in mind, let's get started. Excuse me. So the first half of this podcast is about refreshing your brain, refreshing your goal so that you can have a brand new focus, so that you can narrow in your brain what you want to create. The first thing I want you to do right now is to get out a piece of paper. If you're driving home, then, you know, driving on the road, then you can think about it. But I encourage you to come back to this episode and do the work. I'm, I would actually ask you to press pause in a second to do what I'm going to, to tell you to do. I want you to write down all the goals you had for this year, all the things you wanted to do, lose some weight, drink a bit less, work out more, make more money in your practice, write a book, run a marathon, whatever you wanted to do, write them all down. If you need some ideas because you haven't done this goal setting work before, you didn't do it at the beginning of the year, I want you to ask yourself on a scale from one to 10, one being the least satisfied and 10 being the most excited about and how you know fulfilled you are, what do you think about these topics? Physical fitness, your personal relationships, your legal practice, your spirituality or connection to yourself, your finances. Okay, you can get an idea of what you are really happy with and what you're not happy with in your life if you haven't thought about it in a while by just asking yourself this question. So hit pause right now, write all these things down. Okay, when you come back to me, then I want you to choose one, just one to complete this year. I want you to make it as specific as possible. And you know, you can go by 90-day increments. I really like 90-day increments. I think they make a lot of sense um, for creating something big, you know, having some impact, but um, give you a little bit of traction on bigger goals too. If you want to lose weight, how many pounds and by when? Make it really specific, okay? How many pounds and by when do you want to lose it? If it's making more money, how much more money do you want to make and by when? Working out more needs to be specific too, right? Three times a week for 30 minutes a session, right? Make it very specific. Same thing with any goal that you have, the more specific, the better. The second thing to ask yourself is why? Why do you want that goal? We don't do anything unless we have a strong enough why. How do you think you're going to feel when you achieve that goal? Why is that feeling important to you? What will you make it mean about yourself if you achieve that goal? Oh, here's another good one. What will you make it mean about yourself if you don't achieve that goal? Hit pause, write it all down. Okay, coming back. I hope you wrote this down because there is magic in writing it down. When I work with my clients, they all tell me that they didn't start getting results until they started writing all of their thoughts down. Thinking about it isn't enough. Getting distance from our thoughts and seeing them on paper helps us get objectivity. It helps us scrub our brain out. It's like taking soap and a scrubber to our thoughts. So please, please, I hope you did it. Okay, now that you know the one goal that you're going to focus on, it's very specific. It's time to make a game plan to make it happen. 
We have to become the person who has already achieved that goal now. We must literally change our identity, how we think, feel, and act to create what we want. If we want to lose weight, drink less, work less, make more money, write a book, get more organized, um, organize um, whatever it is that you want to improve our country, whatever it is, we must change how we show up in the world. We have to change how our brain works too. Our old brain got us this far, but now we have to rewire it to get us to the next level. If our old mindset could create what we wanted to create, we'd have already done it. One of the things I teach my clients when they're changing their identity to have what they want is to plan as if they've already created what they want. It helps give them a new perspective on the thoughts they need to create it. What I you know, tell them to do is put themselves in their shoes three months, six months, five years into their future, into the mindset of the person who's already achieved what they want. They spend time with that person. What do they feel? How do they think? What do they do? What kinds of things aren't problems for them anymore? In fact, looking back on it, those problems that we see right now They're not really problems. When we do that, we get our brain future focused. Then we can ask our future self questions. Yes, okay, this is the part where I told you that laundry machine story at the beginning of this podcast. So you'd go with me on this. So you'd understand if your brain's like, what? Yes, we ask that future self questions. How did they lose the weight? How did they write the book? What did they need to focus on to get organized? What did they need to stop focusing on to get the results they wanted? What changes did they need to make to become the person they wanted to become? Let me give you an example of how I used this about a year and a half ago when I wanted to drink a little less. Now, I knew that drinking didn't make me feel good and it interfered with my sleep. And I saw that some of the most successful people I was following online, they didn't drink. And I thought, you know, maybe there's a correlation here. These were my whys for deciding to focus my brain on the goal of not drinking so much, okay? And when I just said not drinking so much, I kind of made it specific. So it was, when I go out to drink, I, I limit myself at two drinks, right? When I decide that I'm gonna drink, it's just gonna be two drinks, nothing more. And without really knowing what I was doing, that I was doing this future focus exercise that I'm teaching you about right now, I implemented a lot of it. I knew that my future self, who drank less, two max, had to do some things. I knew all of the obstacles that were going to face me ahead of time, and I planned for them. I'd need to decide ahead of time, like before I went out, not to drink. That way, when my friends offered me a glass of wine, I'd have already made my decision not to drink. And my friends can drink, let me tell you. So I knew that I was going to have people offering me glasses of wine. And I knew that if I had to decide in the moment that I would most likely say yes to the glass instead of no. I also knew that if I started drinking, then I would be more likely to have more drinks. So sometimes I would just say, you know what, I'm not going to have any drinks that night. So I would decide ahead of time though. And I also knew that I'd have to be okay with all of my friends drinking around me when I didn't have anything or I had water. So I knew that to change my identity, I would need to 
get comfortable feeling uncomfortable, whatever my feelings were. Like maybe they would be deprivation or self-pity or discomfort. And that was just something I'd have to know could come up and I knew that I could deal with it. Now, creating a game plan from this future self perspective can help you see where you're going to have obstacles and what you're going to have to do to overcome them. And that's what I do with my clients who coach with me on any goal that they have. This is available to you for anything that you want to do, any goal you've struggled with in the past, anything that you planned earlier in the year and didn't follow through on because things went a little crazy. You can create a game plan just like this. And as you coach yourself through the discomfort that comes with it, because any goal worth going after is going to stretch you and make you feel uncomfortable, you're going to find that shifting your identity becomes easier as you do this mindset work. Let me do a quick side note on mindset. Mindset work is not about positivity. It's about seeing the thoughts that are inconsistent with your future self. And it's not seeing those thoughts and then just over, it's not just seeing them and then overriding them with a new thought. It's understanding your current thoughts and that they are normal, that you're a human being and that those thoughts bring up feelings. Okay. It's important to see the feelings that those thoughts that you have right now come up, you see them and see the results that they're creating. Those aren't the results that you want. That's the hint there. Whatever you're creating right now, it's not the result that you want. It's not the future-focused goal. So once you see that, once you are able to scrub your brain, see all of your thoughts and understand the results that you're creating with those thoughts, then it makes it easier to begin seeing the thoughts that your future self believes because those are the thoughts that are going to get you what you want. And then you can start immersing yourself in the thoughts of your future self and you can begin shifting further and further into that new identity. Those thoughts aren't going to feel believable at first. It's going to be uncomfortable. There's cognitive dissonance. I, I work with this on my clients all the time because they don't yet believe those thoughts. They feel uncomfortable and then they can begin not following those the goals that they had and they can begin uh, maybe eating more, drinking more, and they tell themselves if they do that, that they can't do it, that it's impossible. But if they know the mindset work, if they have someone guiding them through it to help them implement this kind of work, it makes it easy to do it, easier to do it. Like every time you take a step back, it doesn't mean that that you're not the kind of person who can take a step forward. All it means is that you're a human being and that's how the brain works. You need to have that consistent work on your brain in order to move into that future self. No, you're not going to feel like following through with the plans you make, right? Like if you have a plan to um, boost your business, right, and increase your consults, you aren't going to want to fill through, follow through through the plans that your future self has said, hey, these are the things you're going to want to do. And that's why connecting with your future self and what they had to do to achieve the goal is so important. And I do this work on myself every single day. The more consistent you are with writing it down, what you want and the thoughts you need to create it, the sooner you're going to be able to shift your identity. And when you feel the discomfort, you can tell yourself that's normal. That's your brain resisting change. That means you're making progress. Like every time you feel uncomfortable, that means you're making progress. You're rewiring your brain for what you want. Let's do a quick recap. Number one, pick one goal, make it specific. Two, what is your why? Make it a compelling one. Three, get into the shoes of your future self who already has what you want to create, how they think, how they feel. 
Four, ask them questions about how they achieve that goal. And five, do the mindset work daily. Now that you have your 2020 reboot plan, yay 2020, right? So take what you've learned. Take what you've learned here about mindset and build on it. Go to dinacataldo.com forward slash masterclass to learn another tool I teach my coaching clients about how to follow through on what they want to create. This masterclass is going to help you overcome all those tendencies to procrastinate and get you taking action now. Go to dinacataldo.com forward slash masterclass and you can watch it right away. And there I'm also going to tell you more about how you can work with me on implementing what you're learning on the podcast and achieve your goals faster because you deserve the best. Okay. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. If you love what you're learning on the podcast, imagine how you'll evolve when you start implementing what you're learning. You can learn how to work with me to do just that by scheduling a free strategy session. Go to dinacataldo.com. That's dinacataldo.com. Talk to you soon.